You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Remember Vine and MySpace? Oh my God, I loved them so much. May they rest in peace. They were so near and dear to my heart. But imagine if you had worked day in and day out to build a community on those platforms without a backup plan and lost it all in the blink of an eye. Or it doesn't even have to be as dramatic as an entire social media platform disappearing, although that is certainly possible. Imagine your TikTok or your Instagram or your YouTube gets unjustly banned and you have to start from scratch out of nowhere. Or even say that your account doesn't get banned, but your views suddenly plummet. I'm talking from five figures down to three figures and you absolutely cannot get back into the algorithm's good graces, etc. What are you going to do? What is your next move? So these are some of the reasons that having an email list is so, so important as a content creator. And I think that an email list is often considered a backup plan. And I'm here to say that it certainly should not just be considered a backup plan and it should not be put on the back burner. An email list is an asset. It's truly an important and valuable asset. And if you leverage it correctly, you could double or triple your income as a content creator with your email list long-term. Email subscribers are the hottest freaking leads that you are going to have because this person has taken action all the way from a social media post to your link in bio to sign up for your email list, which already is really hard to get someone to do. And then they've given you their personal information. And not only that, but they've done it in exchange for something very specific and measurable. So you now have this person's trust, you know their interests and or their needs, and you can now use your email list to further your connection with this person and keep track of them essentially, and even reward them with extra information or exclusive discounts, etc. Not only will an email list be extraordinarily helpful for you if you currently or if you plan to sell digital products because you're going to have an email list of super hot leads to sell to, but you'll also actually be able to leverage this to your advantage in some cases for brand collaborations. Yes, there is such a thing as sponsored emails. So in sponsored emails, just like with sponsored posts, You're promoting the brand or service, but through your emails to your email list and you're getting paid to do it. So if you weren't convinced already, and maybe only your income is coming from brand partnerships, there's a reason for you right there to also start an email list. So all of that being said, now that you are thoroughly convinced of why you need to start your email list like yesterday, let's talk about the how. I know it can seem really overwhelming and I know it can actually seem really time consuming. That's some feedback that I get about starting an email list a lot is that people are worried it's going to take up so much of their time. They're already consumed with creating content already, 
but you will find that you will be able to repurpose a lot of this stuff, right? So say that you had a content piece that did well in the past, expand that into an email newsletter. It doesn't have to be super long. It can be just a few paragraphs and then vice versa. Your newsletters that you are writing monthly or weekly, once you start your email list, you can then condense those into content throughout the week. So you have these ideas kind of like on repeat in your back pocket that you can repurpose. It doesn't have to be that much extra work and time. So that being said, if it does feel overwhelming, still, I'm going to give you five very tangible chronological steps that you can take in order to start and grow your email list. These are the only steps that you'll need, I promise. So step number one, create a lead magnet. Your lead magnet is going to be either free or a very low ticket, and it's going to be a digital product And it's going to be a digital product that you can send out in exchange for your followers email address. So this could be an e-guide, it could be a video training, it could be a PDF checklist, a template, etc. There are so many things that it could be. But you don't just want to make this lead magnet about anything. You want it to do one or both of the following things. So number one, answer one or multiple of the top asked questions that you get from your followers and or number two, solve a problem that your community or your viewers or people in your niche have. This way you can direct people to this lead magnet organically. And we're going to talk about that later. And of course, so that you are capturing leads that are actually relevant to you your content, and your products or the brands that you'll work with. Once you have come up with your lead magnet idea and you've created it, which you can do in Canva or you can just record using your computer, it doesn't have to be super fancy. Step number two is to set up a Flowdesk account or an account with another email marketing platform of your choice. So whatever email marketing platform you use is how you're going to collect and organize email subscribers. And it's also how you're going to deliver their lead magnet or the freebie, how you're going to design and send future emails, etc. Right? So it's super important. And I personally love and use Flowdesk. So I will go ahead and link that in the show description for you if you want to try it out. But there are other options out there. There are a couple of things that you're going to want to do in Flowdesk in order to set it up efficiently. The first thing you want to do is create a form. The form is where the person is going to enter their name and their email address, right? In exchange for that freebie. You've probably seen this a million times. You've probably even done it for me before for one of my freebies. And actually I'll link one of my freebies in the show description, just so you can see how it works. Even if you're already opted into my newsletter. So once you create this form in Flowdesk, you'll be able to share that form through a link. It's super easy to create the form, to design it and customize it. And then it's super easy to grab the link for it. And then you can add this link anywhere. So I add it to my link in bio site or my stand store, for example. Now, after this clickable form is set up, you want to create a workflow. And this is still within Flowdesk. So everything can be done in Flowdesk at this point. So a workflow is essentially one or more emails that are triggered to be sent out after a subscriber is added to your email list or to a certain segment of your email list, which is kind of advanced. So we're not going to get into that, but it isn't mandatory information for starting and growing. 
So you're going to want to create at least one email that is triggered by your form, right? So it's triggered by someone being added to your email list or by a new subscriber. And the reason you want at least one email is because in this email is where you're going to link the lead magnet or the free resource that you're promising them. So that's how it's going to be automatically sent out to this person and to each subscriber from here on out so that you're not manually having to do that because obviously that would be insane and it would be really time consuming and there's just no way to keep track of that manually. So that is what the workflow is for. Now you can also write and schedule additional emails to be sent out and set them to go out at set intervals after the lead magnet is delivered, right? So say you want another email to go out right after your lead magnet the next day, you can do that too. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. Okay, so moving on to step number three. Step number three is now to promote your lead magnet. So once everything is set up in Flowdesk, and you've tested it. So I recommend opting into the form yourself and just making sure everything comes through. Okay. And you have your form link pasted in your link and bio site. You can't now just assume that your viewers will stumble upon it on their own, right? The best way to actually get email subscribers is to promote your lead magnet. And you can do this very organically. And that's how I suggest you do it. Promote your lead magnet or your freebie through your social media content which you're already creating. So just as an example, I have a free UGC cheat sheet as a lead magnet. To promote that resource or that lead magnet through my content, I posted a video the other day that was just me recording my phone screen as I scrolled through the cheat sheet PDF. And in text on screen, it said, POV, you downloaded my free UGC cheat sheet and started making money from UGC in weeks. And then in the caption, I just let the viewers know, you know, more about the cheat sheet and exactly where they can find it. So it can be that easy. The thing is you want to get comfortable talking about it and get comfortable promoting it because it's not going to feel easy at first, but I promise you eventually it is going to be very easy, like riding a bike. Okay. And it's going to be so worth it. I'm confident that you'll find that on your own and that that will motivate you to keep going. So that being said, let's move on to step four. So step four is to nurture your subscribers. Now you don't just want to ghost them. You don't just want to collect all of these emails and then silence, right? And I'm actually very guilty of doing this. And, you know, yes, getting started on something is great, but I would actually suggest getting started on this at a time where, you know, you can dedicate yourself to it because what's the point of capturing a hot lead if you're going to let it go cold, right? You really want to do this at a time when you are ready to take action on those hot leads, whether that means nurturing to them only, or if you are nurturing and selling just depending on your situation. So now that you were in step four and we're in the nurturing phase, this is whenever you want to one, give them a reason to stick around, right? And not unsubscribe. And then two, you want to send emails frequently or at least consistently, right? It doesn't have to be super, super often, but you want your emails to be expected for your subscribers because the more that your subscribers open your emails and interact with your emails, the less likely your emails are to bounce or to be sent to spam, et cetera, because you can kind of view email as having like its own little algorithm 
And if people are never opening your emails or they're never interacting with them, then sometimes this could get flagged and less of your emails will go through, less of them will you know, be prioritized, etc. And not only that, but your consistency is also going to be priming your subscribers. So again, if you ever do launch a product or you do, you know, have a sponsored email, you have primed your audience and given them some value so that they want to give back to you as well. And so that they trust you and they like you and they know you. So stick to a consistent schedule, really take a look at your time and analyze how many quality newsletters per month that you think you can realistically send out. So for some of you, this may be one email per month. And for some of you, it may be one email per week. And either of those are okay. Something is always better than nothing. Again, you just want to be consistent. Now, as far as the actual contents of your email, in order to really nurture your subscribers and connect with them, you're going to want to provide value in more than one way. And you've probably heard these from me before, but I like to provide education, inspiration, and entertainment. And then I also, of course, promote in my email and in my newsletter. It's expected. My subscribers, you know, fully expect to be promoted to. And I'm sure, as you know, like your email inbox probably has some promotions in there too. But the key is to actually get yours opened, right? Think of all the unopened promotions that you have in your inbox. So that's why you don't send a promotional email every single time. You actually nurture your community in between so that they care about the promotion, so that your promotion is a real solution. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're there for, for them, right? You're there to provide them solutions. So don't feel icky about promoting in your newsletter, but also don't do it every single email. Okay. And finally, step number five, analyze and automate. So after a few weeks of collecting emails and sending out newsletters, you'll want to circle back and check out Flowdesk's or whatever email marketing platforms you're using analytics feature take a look at your open rates. So what percent of subscribers are actually opening your emails, as well as your click rates. So what percent of readers clicked on links that are within your emails, and then also your replies. So what percent of your readers are actually hitting respond and messaging you back from your emails. So using all of this information, kind of like using social media analytics to improve your content is going to help you improve your emails and not just the content of your emails, but the subject lines, which is so important. And, you know, not just the way that the emails are written, but the context of them and how you sell, when you sell all of these things, it's going to give you insight into all of that. So that again, just like on social media, you can maximize your results, use all of that information to adjust your newsletter content until it's more and more and more effective. And once you've done that, then you can automate because why not? Why not take this huge thing off of your plate whenever it's so easy? Flowdesk really does make it so easy. That's why I love it. So in order to automate as much as possible, there are two things that you can do, or at least there's two ways that I automate in Flowdesk. Number one, if I send out an email that gets a particularly good open rate or click rate or response rate, whatever, then I'm going to copy that email or duplicate it, which you can do in Flowdesk, and put it into that workflow where my lead magnet was delivered. 
Because that new subscriber, like if I sent that email that really resonated with my audience out yesterday, but someone subscribes tomorrow, they'll have missed that unless I add that email to that workflow to be triggered after new subscribers sign up, right? So a new subscriber will get that every time as well as their lead magnet. And you can set them out in different intervals apart. And of course, you can keep adding emails to that workflow as you please, or as makes sense for your sales or promotions that you have going on, or content you have coming up even, etc. Now, a second way that you can automate in Flowdesk is simply by scheduling emails out for the future. So kind of like batch creating content for social media, you can batch write your email newsletters. And so say you want to send out four emails per month to your email list, one per week. But instead of actually writing one out each week, you'd rather just take a few hours on one day to write them all out in one day. Well, if you do that in Flowdesk, you can then schedule them for the same day each week and the same time each week and set them on autopilot, essentially set them for one week apart so that you're not having to manually send out those newsletters and they will go out while you're just living your life, whether you press send or not. So there you have it. We have step one, create your lead magnet. Step two, set up a Flowdesk or other email marketing platform account. Step three, promote your lead magnet organically through your content. Step four, nurture your subscribers. And step five, analyze and automate. Those are my five steps for starting and growing your email list as simply as possible. Again, remember, it does not have to be hard. Good luck. And if you get started, please shoot me a DM and let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.